You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's your boy, Steve. Once again, for episode 166. What's Cyber Time Bite? I know that I've been, I, I know that the hiatus has been a little long, and I'm sorry about that. Um, knowing how, knowing how, um, I've been gone since September, and I just came back this month. I, the holidays have been crazy and all that stuff, so that's why I've been like in in real life stuff like jobs or whatever has been in my way and whatever, but. Anyway, today I am back again with someone I had on this podcast before, and they are coming back again, and it was amazing the first time, it's probably going to be amazing this time, I am back again with, you know who it is, you love them, you adored them, and they have that bird life represent, I am, <laughs> I am back again with West Ness. Everybody, how's it going? He just hit, just hit up this podcast with that John Cena. <laughs> you know it. That's, uh, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it won't get you in trouble with the copyright. I know it was spot on. No, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you're going to be, I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> We'll get a we'll get a cease and desist letter from John Cena's uh, legal team. Please don't sue me, Mr. Cena. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like the like they'll um, they'll uh, they'll freaking like get the cop they'll like get the copyright all over you. <laughs> exactly. I I don't have that kind of money. I I can't I can't be paying off no lawsuits. I don't have a lawyer, so. Uh... Be cool. Be cool, John. Be cool. Respect. So, um, so, uh, so tell us how you been. You know, been, uh, been busy. Things have been crazy and hectic and stressful. The holidays and pandemic and all that. Uh, so, uh, you know, been, been good, but, uh, it's been, been wild. Um, so, uh, so, uh, so the last time we talked, I mean, a lot's happened, obviously. I mean, like, I mean, like, you, you worked at Zoo, and you did all this crazy cosplay fun stuff and all that stuff. Is there anything new in, in the world of cosplay for you that you'd like to share? <laughs> um, well, so at the moment, um, you know, obviously, there hasn't been a lot of, uh, active uh, conventions or anything like that. Um, since we last talked, you know, things shut down pretty quickly after that. Um, so I haven't, haven't really been to any convention since then, but hopefully fingers crossed. I know it's just around the corner and things are kind of getting worse again. Um, but we're looking to, to hit up anime Milwaukee coming up, uh, just about a month from now. Um, still planning on rocking the detective Pikachu cosplay to that convention. 
because like I said, you know, there hasn't really been anything since, you know, then and now. And you think like, wow, with all of that time, you could have made some more cosplays. But I'm here to tell you, no, I, I, I haven't. Um, but I am uh, working on uh, a really ambitious cosplay um, that I'm hoping to have done by 2024, which I mean, that seems like a, a pretty reasonable goal. Uh, but I'm looking to uh, put together a cosplay for my D&D character, uh, a Kenku named Birdsong. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get that uh, moving along um, and I'll be able to wear that to some conventions once things start opening up again. But until then, uh, I don't really have anything new planned uh, so I can focus on working on that. Yeah, because that's going to be, if it's going to take you to 2024 to get that, to get that done, um, that's going to, it's going to be a while. <laughs> well, I don't necessarily think it's going to take me until 2024 to complete it. But um, I kind of like I, I started planning this a while ago um, when a friend of mine told me that they're planning on opening up this like themed. It's not like a theme park as in like rides and roller coasters and stuff, but they're opening up a themed park in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin for Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And I told all of my my party members about it. I was like, guys, I was like, because. You know, we started playing mid-pandemic, so all of our um, all of our sessions and stuff have been online. I was like, guys, I was like, once this pandemic ends, I was like, we should go to this crazy awesome park they're building in Lake Geneva and like, you know, do like a live action session together at this tavern that they're building. And everyone was like, yeah. And of course, you know, like all of my other party members are like, a human paladin, an Asimar cleric, a, a halfling ranger, you know, like people who can like feasibly do their cosplays without a lot of body modification. And then there's me, stupid bird person. And I'm like, well, I better start now. <laughs> like, like you better get, you better get that cosplay together right now. <laughs> no, with tr- transforming myself into a bird person is going to take a hell of a lot longer than it would take for, you know, half of my other party members to just be a person and wear people clothes. So, Wait, what's like, the most... well, let's, let's start now. <laughs> no time but the present. So, like, so, like, um, so, like, uh, uh, um, what's the most ambitious cosplay you have that's already done? <laughs> I mean, I haven't really tackled a lot of ambitious cosplays, to be honest. Um, A lot of the cosplays I've done have been, you know, like, pretty simple. You know, maybe buy a couple props or whatever, you know, accessories and stuff. Um, Sew a couple of, you know, pieces or whatever. I haven't really tackled a lot of ambitious cosplay projects. So that's why this one is kind of like, I'm jumping straight into the deep end with this. It's like, oh, you know, I've sewn, like, shirts and skirts and dresses and pants and now it's like boom bird so so like um so like the like is your does your pikachu does your pikachu cosplay um considered ambitious (laughs) um i mean i would definitely consider it probably to be the most detailed cosplay i have um right now uh, just because it required it, it, I curated a lot of different parts for it that I think really come together to create a really cool cosplay. Um, and it has like a lot of layers and a lot of different parts to it. 
Um, so I guess I could I would say that it probably is currently like my most ambitious cosplay. But that being said, like the amount of effort that went into creating it definitely isn't anywhere near as close to what it's going to take to put together my new cosplay. So um, definitely a big step up between the two. So um, what what um what kind what kind of what kind do you really want to go to after this whole pandemic's over? Um. I I really would like to go back out to uh, DC and hit up Katsukon again, just because the venue uh, was gorgeous. I I loved um, the hotel and convention center that that hotel or that convention was hosted in. So I'd love to go out and see that one again. Um, I don't I don't really do a lot of um, traveling for conventions, and I don't really go to like a lot of really big conventions. I guess like. Other than, I guess, KatsuCon, I think the biggest one I go to is Anime Central, which I'd say is a pretty decent, like, mid-sized convention. Um, I'm not really going to cons for, like, you know, the big, flashy, like, I just like going to the cons because I like the atmosphere. And it's really fun catching, like, some panels and stuff and going to, uh, like, the vendor halls and stuff like that. But, like, I don't really go to it to, like, be in, like, the hustle and bustle. I don't like really big crowds and stuff like that, so... I like going to kind of like smaller and mid-sized cons compared to like big ones. And then traveling like is such a hassle with cosplay and stuff like that. But it's just easier to go to like more, you know, closer cons, cons you don't have to really travel or, you know, like, oops, I forgot something. You know, it's like maybe an hour back for me to like quick go grab it or whatever instead of being like, well, shoot, I just boarded the plane and I realized I forgot a really important part of my cosplay and I can't go buy that at Target. So I'm screwed. Mm hmm. Like, like, um, like I, like I freaking, like I freaking love, like, um, I freaking love, like, going to cons because, you know, like, you know, because it's a, they're just cool to go to and all that stuff. And, and that, uh, it's, and it's, a it's really, it's just, you know, it's just really cool to be, it's just really cool to, to be, to, uh, to just go to them, be around them, and like, and see mm -hmm. the people that you actually like, and all that stuff, and all the haters who are there who don't really like who are there can just go do whatever they want to do because I don't care. Um, yeah. Like, ooh, heat. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, yeah. there's there's far well I shouldn't say there's far less drama. There's drama at every con, but there's like less crazy big drama at smaller cons which is a nice you know you don't you don't have to deal with the high profile people who come to cause trouble just i i just like going to have fun a nice relaxing fun time so i don't need like the big the big crowds and the like people who attract all the drama and problems like it's not worth it mm -hmm. i mean like I mean, like the the people who are there to cause drama are just the people who are just looking to have a horrible time at conventions. Well, yeah, and you know, like the more the more I'm around people, the more I realize like there are just people who just want to have a bad time. I'm like, why do you want to live like that? Yeah, like like why like why do you want to live a life where where like where like you you want nothing but no respects. No, 
like like horrible time where you just like make people have like the saddest time of their lives like like why like why do you want this in life <laughs> you know yep no just just go have a good time see your friends do some fun stuff like you don't you don't need to be causing trouble there's no reason to start fights and just it's not worth the energy the time or the energy or none exactly i don't have enough energy for most shit you think i got time to like deal with people who are causing drama no too tired for that and take a nap so like um so like uh have you have you ever like have you ever told like anyone like that you were actually like a zookeeper in real life outside the con scene and you're and you're just like you're just like huh um this like like huh that that's interesting i never thought that that would be your real life profession (laughs) i i don't know like i don't go out of my way to tell people that i'm a zookeeper but also like when you're talking to people and making small chatter and you know like I don't, I'm horrible at conversation. I'm horrible at making small talk. I never know what to talk about. And I feel like probably the most interesting part of me is the fact that I am a zookeeper. So like, and inevitably people are always like, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a zookeeper. And they're like, oh my God, that's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much the coolest thing about me. So yeah, if you want, I'll talk about it. Ask me questions. I'll keep talking about it. That's all I know. So Go ask away. Like, yeah, you want to know about you? I know how big gorillas get when they're five. Well, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but I can talk for a real long time about animals. And then, and then they say, "What kind of animals?" Let me tell you the kind of animals. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's mostly birds. Mostly birds. Yeah, like parrots, parakeets. Like parakeets, doves. <laughs> I, I high key think people get like you know like you go into it like I'm a zookeeper and they're like oh my god and then they go what do you work with and I'm like birds and they're kind of like oh well that's not exciting and I'm like you know what it is so screw you like I've I've worked with um with a lot of different kinds of animals. And uh, obviously, I, I have a bias. I prefer working with birds. Like, I understand why some people think tigers are cool and why some people think wolves are cool and, you know, stuff like that. Like, they are cool. They are. But, like, if I had to pick, you know, somebody goes, do you want to go work with that lion or do you want to go work with the penguin? I'm like, fuck that lion. I'm going to go work with the penguin. <laughs> One of these things can eat me alive, and it's not the bird. <laughs> the bird's not. The bird's not gonna make. The bird's not gonna. Uh, not gonna eat me alive like the like it, you think it would. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, the thing is still absolutely gonna beat the shit out of me. But at least, like, I can actually hold my own against the penguin. A lion? No, absolutely not. If a lion came for me, I would just lay down. <laughs> like. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Like, 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 hashtag Westness versus the penguin. <laughs> you know, some days, some days it'd be like that. You know, I've definitely gotten the shit beat out of me by penguins before. But you know, at least the penguin's not gonna maul me to death like a lion or a tiger or a bear would. Do you um? Do you, are you are you basically like? Are you basically like? Oh yeah, you know. I got, I got, 
I got this penguin going on, and it's and I got this animal, I got this line going on, but this bird's gonna take him down like hundred one percent because I know it can. <laughs> yeah, mm, I definitely don't think a penguin could take on a lion. That lion would definitely screw uh, that penguin over any day of the week. But uh, you know, they're a lot. They're they're not as cute and cuddly as people think they are. You know, you, the whole like uh, Madagascar penguins were. He's all like, cute and cuddly, boys, cute and cuddly. And he's like, you know, trying to lull them into a false sense of security. That is 100% accurate. You know, like, you you get up then you go up to it, and the thing just, like, freaking slaps you and bites you. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, the more I work with penguins, the more I'm like, you know what? They knew exactly what they were doing when they made those penguins in Madagascar. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> What's your, what's your, no, I mean, what's your favorite job you had before you became a zookeeper? Well, uh, I didn't really have that many jobs before I became a zookeeper. Well, actually, that's not true. I think I had a job before I became a zookeeper. And then I had a job for a little while while I was working as a zookeeper. So, yeah, I really only had one job before I became a zookeeper, um, which was cool. I mean, you know, considering the fact that I worked there for like almost eight years um, clearly I enjoyed it enough to work there for eight years. So, um, I guess, yeah, my favorite job before becoming a zookeeper would probably be working at the pottery studio. Oh, you did pottery before you became a full up, full up zookeeper? <laughs> yep. Um, we, we were kind of like a full service pottery studio. So it was like most, most of it was people, people came in and painted their own stuff, but like, you know, we would sell some things that we made and painted. We also had, like, classes on, you know, either throwing on the wheel or sculpting and stuff. So, like, I got to do a lot of different things between, like, teaching people but also making my own art. So, it was it was a really fun way to, like, explore a lot of fun art mediums and stuff while also, you know, like, just telling people how to do it and being like, I don't feel like being creative today. So, I'm just going to sit here at the counter people are going to say, Hey, I want to paint this. And I'll be like, all right, here's what you're going to do. So no, it was a fun job. I really liked the people that I worked with. My boss was awesome. Um, I still talk to a lot of the people that I worked with um, back there, still go and visit them and uh, use the shop and stuff. So yeah, no, it was a really fun, a fun gig. Like, 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 hey, like, I can just see the promotion for that. Like, like, hey, like, hey, kids, are you, are you too lazy to paint your own sculpture? Well, we already pre-painted it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of I mean, the kids, you know, obviously anybody under the age of 10 or whatever, you don't, they wouldn't go into the shop and be like, I want that one, it's already painted. They'd be like, I want to paint that one. But, you know, like, sometimes you get people who, like, wanted a specific, you know, like, oh, I want a plate with this design on it as a gift for my mother or whatever. So, you know, like, they would say, like, here's what I want, and we would make it for them. You know, they're like, I'm just creative enough for that. We'd be like, well, we can show you how to do it. And they're like, no, 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 I can't do it. You do it for me. So and then, you know, sometimes you get the people who just really didn't want to do it, and you'd do it for them, which was nice because, like, we got paid for, like, the pieces and the surprise. Uh-oh, my babe home. Hello? Great, because I'm in the middle of my interview. Bye, babe. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you get paid for all of the pieces and stuff, but then you get paid as like a sweet commission fee to do it. So 
Couldn't mm-hmm. argue with that. I got to sit and make art, and I got paid for it. That's like every artist's dream. Is that is that how, is that how you met? Is that how you met your boyfriend? Was through painting something for him? He was like, "I'm gonna stick to this." <laughs> nah, we met on Tinder. Really? <laughs> Modern love story. <laughs> what? Why does everyone say they use that and then it like actually works? Uh, I mean, you know, it, if you if you meet the right person, it can. You know, I know a lot of people use it for you know like hookups and stuff, but no, like I don't know. I know a couple of people who have who have managed to find relationships on dating apps. Actually, I think my sister found her boyfriend on a dating app too. Yeah, because because when you when you when you bring when anyone brings up the name Tinder, it's not the first thing isn't is normal relate. The first thing that doesn't come up is normal relationship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, there's like other options nowadays that are more geared towards actually finding like a relationship and not like hookups. But you know, back in the day, there was really only the one. Well, well I mean, I'm glad it worked for you. I'm more old school. <laughs> I like to go face to face. That's fair, but I mean, you know, like, also, it can be kind of hard back, you know, back then I was living in northern Wisconsin, there weren't very many options, so. Like, not very, but not very much options? Let's go, app. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. He said, let's go. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Tough times call for extreme measures. So, um. So like, did, I gotta ask about it. did 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 your profile like say I'm a cosplayer and this is my cosplays? No, actually, it said uh, my resume says I'm a keeper. That that's that's what you put on your Tinder was I'm a zookeeper. Yeah, yeah, it was. I thought it was a pretty good pickup line. It worked. <laughs> that, like 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 all you have to put is I'm a zookeeper. All all has to be said. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Because you're smooth that way. You're smooth. I am. I think I'm pretty smooth. I think my babe thinks I'm pretty smooth. Babe, you think I'm pretty smooth? Oh, okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, me too. You leaving? Bye. What did he say? He said it depends on the day. <laughs> depends on the day. You better watch out, then. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Santa Claus, you better watch out. <laughs> you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. <laughs> no, you better, no, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not battle Don't you? Wessus is coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't make a very good Santa Claus. Everybody would just get birds. Like you, you wrap like you wrap up like you wrap up the birds, everything but the beak. It's, but you clearly know it's a bird. <laughs> just it's just like a bird burrito wrapped up in paper, and it's just like, Argh. like like why is my why is my burrito making noise? <laughs> and then and then they open it, and a freaking bird comes out and be like, what? Uh oh, he's back. Who's back? Who's back? Wait, you, my boyfriend. Did you forget something? I don't know. Well, he's leaving again. Okay, bye. 
that that relationship life. You know how it is. <laughs> well, he's he's out. He's working today. He must have had to come pick something up for work or whatever. But uh, yeah, he tends to uh, be a little disorganized. I could see him setting something down when he came in, forgetting about it and being like, "Oh shit!" and having to come back and grab it. What um, what, what does he do for a living? Uh, he is an HVAC professional. Oh, he he vacuums things. No, no, he uh he does uh heating, heating and cooling. Oh, no, he's a he's an AC repair man, pretty much. Yes, yes, does install, repair, all that really fun stuff. Way more exciting than my job. Oh, I bet your house has the best circulation ever. <laughs> I mean, it it kind of does. Every like every other week, he's like, "Oh, you know, I was uh, I was adjusting this duct, or oh, I put on this humidifier, and so yeah, no, we've we've got some very high quality air." No, have, have you no? Have you guys ever been sitting around at home and one day he's just like, you know, that that air that air that that vents in the floor just ain't right. I just need to fix it. No, he he does that very often. Or, like, so, I I don't know why, but, like, the object permanence in me is just, like, what's a thermostat? Like, I forget that I can change the temperature of my air just by going over to a thing on the wall and being, like, make it warmer in here. Or make it colder. So like, when I'm hot, I take off layers. And when I'm cold, I put on layers. And, like, he's constantly, like, fiddling with the thermostat and stuff. Like, oh, one degree, one degree cooler in here. One degree. And I'm, like, why don't you just take off your sweatshirt? Like yeah. now, yeah, because because you know thermostats are smarter these days now. They're smart thermostats now, whatever. Oh yeah, no, we have all of the smart smart thermostats, smart smoke detectors. He's all about you know the tech and all that stuff, and I'm like, I forget that half that shit even exists majority of the time. Yeah, you, you like you can get, you could be like you can like say hey like you you can be like hey Alexa look I have um. Uh, turn up my turn up my heat up to like sixty nine degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we definitely have all that set up, and uh, it still it doesn't help. You know, I know I could just be like, "Hey Google, turn up the thermostat two degrees," and like it would do it automatically for me. I'm just like, hm, I'm feeling kind of warm. Maybe let's take off my sweatshirt, or like I'm I'm kind of cold. I'm gonna get a rebel blanket. He's just like, he'll get up. Or, like, you know, ask the Google to, like, change it. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Do, do you guys do you guys have, like, a smart light switch or something? Or do you guys just go have the clapper where you just, do, you just clap and it turns on and off your lights? <laughs> um, We're still working on the lights. Like, we have some. We have a lot of, um, like, motion-activated lights in our house, which is really nice. Um, because, like, I'll get up in the middle of the night to, like, get a drink of water or whatever. And, like, I just walk out and, like, oh, look, the light's on. And it's not like a bright light. It's like kind of like just like enough that like, you know, in the middle of the night you wake up. I can see, but it's not harsh, which is really nice. Um, but our next big home improvement project is going to be replacing all the electrical. And I have a feeling we'll probably get like, you know, Google, Google lights and everything. So we could be like, Google, turn on the light in the living room. And Google will be like, okay. And the light will come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the pinnacle of lazy. Yeah, because because there's there's like smart outlets for everything now, like where you can like 
you know, like there's some outlets I have like USB ports now for charging mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff now. Yeah, our TVs, uh, if we ask the Google to turn them on and off, the, the Google will turn the TV on and off, which is kind of nice because my boyfriend constantly uh, loses the remote. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least I can be like, hey, can you turn off the TV? And it'll turn off. And I'll be like, great. The, I don't know where the heck that remote went. Uh, the, the, the Google, like you can tell the TV, you can tell the Google to say, hey, turn on my TV. And it turns on your TV. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, that's pretty. Like I said, we, I, I don't know. I don't know where our remote is. I haven't known where our remote has been in like a month. So it's super nice that I can just tell Google to turn it on and off. And we don't like, we don't have to change channels or anything because we don't have cable. We just use streaming and stuff. So you can control all that from your phone. So like, I haven't seen that remote in months. Like, like, wait, what do you mean? Like your, your phone can control it at all. You mean like you can like go on, you can go on to whatever you want to watch off of on your phone and stream it to your television. Yeah. Yeah, we stream, you know, like Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff. Like, we just stream it from our phone to the TV, and boom, there it is. You'll be like, hey, Google, could you turn it up? And Google will turn it up, and you'll be like, oh, Google, that's too loud. Turn it down, turn it down, and it'll turn it down. Like, I don't need a remote. Like, you you could could tell, like, you you could tell Google, like, hey, turn my volume down to 10. (laughs) Yeah, no, you could do that. Most of the time he does it, which is good because, like I said, I still don't know where that remote is. No, 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 that, no. I just, no, I just find that pretty crazy and funny. You know how, how like you know, you could just tell your TV, you could just tell Google anything. It would turn on and off your TV, the volume of your television, all of it. Yeah, no, we went from having to like get up and go over to your TV to like adjust the knobs, and like then we we evolved to remotes where i could sit on the couch and do it and now i'm like yo i could be like in a different i don't even have to be home i could just tell my phone like hey google can you turn up the volume on the tv in the bedroom five five bloops and it'll turn it up five bloops and i'm like holy shit i'm not even home i don't even know if he did it but i'm pretty sure it did <laughs> that that's pretty that's pretty wild <laughs> so like this is i mean like I mean, you can you can have you can have things like now, like you can have like these smart outlets now that you can plug into the wall and plug your lights into, and you can like set a timer mm-hmm. on your phone, and your lights will turn on mm-hmm. that way. It's crazy what technology can do nowadays. Yeah, pretty it's... soon I'm gonna be one of those old people like all these kids with their dang technology. Back in the day, we used to have to flip a light switch to turn our lights on. Yeah, because. Yeah, because back, cause, cause it's it's just like you said, back in the day we went from going up to the television to, to turn the channel by a knob to to then having a remote where we didn't have to get up, we could just do everything by the remote, to now we could just sit on our couch and say, hey, mm-hmm. turn on our TV, and the TV turns on. <laughs> I don't gotta do nothing. I just gotta sit here and be lazy. Like if you like if you told the TV, hey, turn on channel 12, it would go to channel 12. Oh yeah, I mean we don't have cable, but yeah. Do you have a what kind of TV do you have? Do you have like a Roku TV? Uh, I think it's a Samsung, but we have one of the Google Chrome, whatever they're called, kind of like the Amazon Fire Stick, but Google mm-hmm. Chromecast. That's it, Chromecast. Oh, you have Chromecast. I have um, I have Roku. <laughs> I love my Roku. <laughs> See. I, have a Roku. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it does pretty much the same stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, like the I don't have a Roku TV. I have a Roku device that's hooked up to my TV, but I love my Roku nonetheless. Yeah, no, that's what we have on our TV upstairs. And then downstairs, we don't even have a TV. We have a projector downstairs. In your main room, you have just a, a projector. Yep. Do Do you think that's better than a TV? Um, it depends. Uh, it depends. It's cool and it's kind of helpful. Um. But also, like, you know, it's really only nice if the lights are out and it's, like, you know, reasonably dark in the room. If you have the TV on and you're trying to do something, then, you know, it gets that, like, weird, like, faded effect to it because it's too bright in there and the lights kind of get, they, they counteract each other. But, I mean, it's a really cool setup. You've got a, a big, plain wall. It works really well. So, so in your main room, you just have a giant projector just... Pointing at the wall that just that fills up the whole wall with nothing but your but whatever you're watching. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what's going on. <laughs> well, that well, that's sa- well, that saves you time and possibly money. <laughs> I mean, it really depends on you know like how big you're looking to go. I, I I assume if we had tried to buy a TV as big as the wall, um, it might have been a little bit more expensive than the projector. Uh, but, uh, the projector itself was pretty expensive, though, so. I mean, like, I don't know, I don't think I can ever do that projector life over a TV, because the, because the TV, you can always see the picture, no matter the, what the conditions mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I don't know, when I, when I moved in with my boyfriend, he already had a projector set up, you know, like, that was his thing, um, and then we gave the old projector to his parents, and uh, he, he, we hemmed and hawed about whether or not we wanted to get another projector or if we wanted to replace it with a TV. And in the end, he ended up deciding that he wanted another projector. And I was like, well, I don't care. You're paying for it regardless. So whatever you want. <laughs> and and I'm guessing you gained the love of it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it, either way, it serves its purpose. I get to watch anime on it, so I can't really complain. No what no what no what if you like for like an April Fool's joke one time you like you bring the projector really close to the wall and the picture is like really really tiny. <laughs> well, so the thing is, so we used to the the projector that we used to have set up was mounted to the ceiling and it was a long throw projector. Um, so you know, like if you had moved the the like long throw projector really close to the wall, it would have made a funny, cute little tiny picture. But we have a short throw projector now, which is like essentially meant to like sit right up next to the wall so it just sits on a little table like right in front of the wall and shoots up so like i don't know i could try like moving it closer and see what happened but i don't know what it would do honestly so i'm trying to imagine what the setup looks like so is your current projector like like screwed into your ceiling and shooting at the wall or no our old one was mounted to the ceiling this one um just sits on a like a little table kind of like I don't know, maybe like two or three feet off the ground, um, like literally like right against the wall and just kind of like shoots the picture up. Oh, so so it's on a table and it and, it, and it's kind of angled up and it shoots the picture up on the wall? Yep. Wow, that's pretty cool. And it fills the whole wall? Uh, yeah, just about. Oh, that's that's pretty cool, and and I'm guessing I'm guessing if you want to ever use it, like like if you want like if you want to use it now, you have to like like close your blinds or whatever, right? I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we, so like, 
we have a couple of windows in the living room, but not too many. So it doesn't really matter that much. It's more like there's also a light, like literally right above the wall that we project onto. So we just have to turn the light off. Even with the light on, you can still see it. The picture just isn't as clear, but it's not that big of a deal. Man, you guys, you got, you guys are, you guys live that, uh, that projector life that I don't live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, my boyfriend's really into like the tech and stuff, you know, like having the newest gadgets and all that stuff. And like, I understand it to a certain extent. I like having like a nice phone and a nice computer and stuff like that. But like, I definitely don't need all of these cool gadgets, but like, they are really nice and pretty helpful. So do you, do you have, do you have a nice computer? Um, I, it's a decent enough. Um, I mean, I, I run a laptop. I don't have a desktop. Uh, my boyfriend has a pretty decent uh, laptop. He bought it um, back in the middle of the pandemic when he was like, he wasn't like off work, but he had like way less work. Um, and so he had all this extra spare time and he started a YouTube channel doing like videos about stocks and investing and stuff. So he bought a nice new computer and a nice camera for recording and like all of these editing softwares and stuff. So he definitely has like a nicer, newer setup than I do, but I mean, I don't really run intensive games or programs or anything on my laptop, so I don't really need, you know, a whole lot. Now, now can you can you imagine like on his YouTube channel, he goes, he goes like, "Hey guys, we're about to talk, we're gonna talk about how the stocks went up today," and then you just come watching it with your birds, like it burns. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, so like. The thing is, is when uh, he started his YouTube channel um, in the middle of the pandemic, we still had two roommates, I think, living here with us. And so, like, our our space was really limited. And so um, most of the time when he was, like, recording his videos and stuff, I would still be in the room. Like, I would be, like, out of frame or whatever. And so, like, I'd just be, like, sitting there, like, staring at him, like, making faces and stuff while he was recording his videos and... Like, you know, he'd be, like, trying, like, pointedly not to look at me because I'm sitting there, like, rah, 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 rah. he's, like, stop. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely messed with him while he was uh, recording. And, like, sometimes, you know, like, he would mess up a, a take or whatever, and I'd be, like, ha, 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 and you'd have to, like, edit it out. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it, it's, like, um, it, it's, like, uh, Hey man, uh, we're trying like we're trying to we're trying to make a decent video here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, and I mean the thing is, is like, um, I helped a lot with his with his videos and stuff because I mean, first of all, like I had a lot more time on my hands back then, but like you know, I would edit his notes and stuff for him, um, but also you know, like I would always watch through the videos after he like edited them and stuff and. Um, would you know like critique them and be like oh i think you should do this or i think you should change that and um so you know like i definitely i definitely like to think that i helped more than i hindered the process but uh yeah no he doesn't have nearly as much time for making videos and stuff like that anymore so we've kind of not we haven't really made videos in a couple of months but uh yeah no we're both way too busy for stuff like that now yeah but since he makes videos on like investments and stocks and stuff like that like you said um you're not are you you're not really into that are you 
Um, I mean, not definitely not the way that he is. Um, you know, I understand, uh, you know, kind of like the basics of it and, um, you know, the importance of putting money away for retirement and stuff like that. But I definitely don't uh, don't follow the stock market very closely. You know, I'll, I'll I pick I pick my investments based on companies that I like, you know, so I've got stock in like, you know, obviously a couple of tech companies just because they're they're good for your portfolio. You know, they're you you don't really have a lot to risk when you're putting money into tech companies like Apple and stuff like that. Like Apple's going to do good. They're going to make new iPad. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to get excited and give them money. So, you know, I've got a couple of stocks of Apple. Um, I've got some like more obscure stocks that, you know, like I picked for myself because, you know, I, I drink a lot of sparkling water. So I have some stock in, in fizz company, which, um, is like I think LaCroix brand or whatever um I have some stock in a new company I was really excited when they went public because I was like oh man not only is their ticker symbol bird but they also do regenerative agriculture I'm about that shit so I have a couple of stocks in Allbird and I'm waiting for Grove Collaborative to go public so I can buy stock in them dude you should you should buy stock in the Australian Zoo because that's where the crocodile hunters from, and that's like the one of the most famous zoos in the Amer- in in the world. Right. Well, so like that's the thing is like it's so hard because you can only buy stock in like companies that let you like publicly buy stock, and so like there's all these companies that I would love to invest in, but they're like, mm, sorry, we don't want your money, and I'm like, please just take my money. I mean, like, do you, like have you have you gained some? Have you gained some money from from these stocks that you bought out of? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I started my um, my retirement fund like a year ago, um, and I've I've already made over a thousand dollars off of it. So, oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't I don't know how stocks work because I don't have I'm not invested in any stocks of any kind. But like, I mean, it sounds it sounds like you can gain a lot of money from doing stocks. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, like I gained a lot of money doing nothing. I literally was just like, here's some money. And they were like, cool, thanks. And then like every day, like the little the little numbers go up and down and they tell me like, this is how much money you've earned just by giving them money. And I'm like, cool. So, you know, like the, the thing is, is like he gets super excited about it and like, you know, like checks it every day, like multiple times a day. And he's like, this is how much like this is how the stock market is doing today. He's like, I bet you if you looked at yours, it'd be doing really good. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll check it later. And then like a month later, I'll check it. And I'll be like, oh, look, I made $1,000. Great. But like, the thing is, is mine's a retirement fund. So it doesn't do anything for me right now. Like, I can't take that money out right now. I can take it out like, you know, when I'm 65 or retire or whatever. But uh, yeah, no. So I, I don't, I definitely don't follow as closely as he does. He's, you know, like all about it. And, you know, every morning gets up and, you know, like checks how the market's doing and listens to what happened overnight and, um, I, I don't uh, I don't follow it nearly as closely as he does. No, can, no. Can you imagine just um, just like that? Like one day you like walk in and like you guys are in the same room and like your stocks are like and you guys' stocks and and all the investments you invested in were doing really good and you got really good money that day out of it and all that stuff. And he just comes up to you and like it's like that meme on the internet where it shows like the person whispering into the ear and it, and he just comes up and whispers in your ear and he, and he says Bitcoin. <laughs> it's definitely happened before like you know 
he um we we followed the uh the game stock thing for a while and um you know all the cryptocurrency and stuff like that and you know like he's he gets excited about that stuff and i'm just like oh, i don't i don't understand like i get it i understand you know like decentralized currency and you know not having banks and stuff like that but like i don't understand he's like one bitcoin is worth this many dollars and i'm just like i get it he's like if i have 50 dollars and i make it into like and i put it into bitcoin i own point zero zero and i'm just like it's such a small like i get that it's worth 50 dollars but like I, I can't imagine owning like point zero 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 five percent of a Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, how do I pay for things? Like, you know, am I, am I going to go to the store in the future? And it'll be like, this product is worth point zero 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 two five Bitcoins. And I'm like, ah, yes, that's a reasonable number. That makes complete sense to me. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, like if you're going to go buy Bitcoin, make it like this costs three Bitcoins or four Bitcoins or. Yes, exactly. So like, I understand like, you know, with the value and things and how it like, you know, moves and changes, like one Bitcoin is worth a lot of dollars, but like the owning a fraction of a Bitcoin to me is just kind of like really it's it's not something that I'm used to, so I get really confused about it, and I'm just like, it doesn't, I just, like, I don't want to think about having, like, 25% of a Bitcoin. I want to be like, I have a Bitcoin. One, one, two, two and a half. <laughs> two and a half Bitcoin, ha, ha, ha. Three and a half Bitcoin. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, it, it doesn't translate well to money for me because you know like when you think about the way that we deal with money currently you know like how often are you paying you know a fraction of a dollar like you can buy some things for 50 cents but it's not a lot you know like mostly you're dealing with large holeish numbers and some tax you know like <laughs> it's 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 not like i don't i don't go to the store and they're like ah yes this this loaf of bread will cost you one fifteenth of a cent. And I'm just like, how do I, how do I pay that? How do I like, just round up I don't, to two. I, I don't like numbers. I don't like math. I don't want to go to the store and look at my account and be like, ah, oh, yes, I have 0. 0.105 bitcoins in my account. And then have to sit there and figure out, do I have enough money to buy all this shit? <laughs> yeah. Because, because like, because like when I go to the store and like something's like, Two ninety nine. You just round up the three dollars by that point. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you know, I make the math easy for myself. I go to the store and it's like, ah, oh, yes, this cost me four and a half dollars. I have four and a half dollars in my account. You know, like I sit there and kind of tally things, and it's nice, even you know, big, actual numbers. I'm not sitting there fractions. I hate fractions. I don't. I don't work with fractions or percentages. I don't have the brain capacity for that. It's like. Like, like I need, like I need fractions. <laughs> yeah, no, some of your viewers are going to be really mad about this, but like, I don't like cryptocurrency. That's, and it's not anything against cryptocurrency itself. It's just that I cannot wrap my head around cryptocurrency as a commerce, I mean, as a currency. I just can't, I can't do it. I mean, I can't, I mean, I can't either. I don't understand it half of the time. <laughs> And he's in there talking about, like, mining it and the bit chain and, like, the encryptions. And I'm just like, I, I go to work. 
and I work my job. And then at the end of the day, I get money for that work. I don't have to worry about, you know, somebody doing an equation with their computer and making a money for me. Like, nope, I just, I go to work. And then at the end of the day, they go, yeah, you work your eight hours, you get your money, here's your money. And I'm like, perfect, great, love that. Like, what, what are your paydays at your job? Like, like what, what day or pay, what day is payday to you? Uh, we get paid every other Friday. Oh, so you, oh, you get paid every two weeks. Yes. I get paid every week. <laughs> that would be nice. I wish I got paid every week. I wish I got paid every day. Give me money. Like yeah, like yeah, but like like you take tips, like you get like five cents for every pretzel sold. <laughs> yeah, I deserve that money. That's the thing that's like so frustrating about our job is like so many other people at my place of employment get paid way more than me, and I'm like, how does this, how does this make any sense? You guys are here because of the animals, and I'm the one who has to take care of them, but you get paid five times more than me to like i don't even know like the people who are in like marketing and sales and stuff i'm all like y'all wouldn't have a job if it weren't for me taking care of these animals but how come you get more money than me i oh, mean shit. it's just it's just how the just how the job market works i guess bullshit i'd like to see them be a, a, a marketing person at a zoo without any animals I'd like to see them do it. <laughs> like to see them trying to make more money. <laughs> yeah, you ain't making no money if there's no animals at the zoo. Good luck with that. Like, like, yeah, like we have all these gated off sections with nothing in it, and, and we... nothing in them. They're empty. Market that. <laughs> yeah, try, try to try to market empty gated land. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it's frustrating when you. When you see the hierarchy and like see all the people sitting in their offices, and, you know, it's warm and they don't got to deal with the people and the pandemic and they're making more money than me. And I'm all like, you know, what? something here doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky to have the job I have. I mean, like they, they pay me pretty well on a week for paying me on the weekly basis. That's fair. Because Am- Amazon, Amazon is... Let me tell you, Amazon it could be a pretty busy, pretty busy place. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I believe it. I mean, because because basically because we basically do the same like they they give us a task and we basically do these same tasks basically all night. I mean, you gotta get that Amazon Prime shipping. I don't. I don't... You gotta get you gotta get the people their stuff next day. Well, yeah, I mean, but but for me, I, I um, I get a, how do I say this? I get a discount, but I don't get Amazon Prime Ooh. for free. Hmm, interesting. So you get it? Like, do you get a discount on products? No, like like it like I have like my job comes with an app, and the app has like my schedule and stuff in it, and and if you go under my profile on the app, there's like a there's a code that you can put in the, uh, in the, um, where you, where you put like coupon codes or whatever when you go buy stuff on Amazon and mm-hmm. put it in there, you know, and it adds an employee discount to my, to my order. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And so I get, a, so not only do I get like 
the employee discount and whatever discounts get add on to that, I get like this, you know, this huge, I get like these, like, you know, it helps out with my order total because I get this discount now because I work for them. <laughs> so like when you buy stuff from Amazon, how often do you just get to like go grab it off the shelf? Like, like when I'm there? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If, like, if I see something in there that has my name on it, like, if I order something that has my name on it and I clearly see it, um, they, they won't let me just be like, oh, this is mine, I, I'm gonna take it. I, I, I have to, like, roll it through like it's, like, any other, anyone else's package, because it's that. Well, just... like, but, but does it have to be, like, sent to your house? Or can you just, like, you know, like, bleep the little thing or whatever and be like, okay, it's mine and take it home. Oh, oh, you mean, oh, you mean, like, do they have, like, a little station for just the workers for their packages? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's two ways to answer this. So, one, yes, you can get delivered straight to your house, just like normal. Mm -hmm. But outside our building, we have, like, this, we have one of those Amazon lockers. Okay, okay. And when you go with the and when you go to order off the app, you can have it. You, you can you can have the app or have it set for your order to be sent straight to your house or sent to that locker. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so I did it once where I got sent to the locker, and I had the and I had to wait overnight because um the the order because. Uh, because when I leave, that's when all the trucks come and start and start loading to get ready to deliver. And so by the time I got off, it wasn't in the locker yet. I had to wait till my until I had to go in the next day for me to get my stuff out of the locker. So, but it probably was still faster than it getting shipped to your house, right? Well, yeah. I just take it. Just you just gotta wait. You just gotta wait either a very long time for them to put it in there, or just come back the mm-hmm. next day. Mm-hmm. 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 Like, like for, like for example, um, I'm saving up for this really nice computer, and I wouldn't put, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say to put that thing in the locker because, like, because, like, um, I, I wouldn't want that shipped straight up to my house, you know? Sure, sure, sure. And um, that makes sense. So I mean, that I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the nice part about it that, like, you know, I get a discount and I have the option of get. get stuff put into this locker outside my own building mm-hmm. but other than that um, other than the really nice pay and that and um and the discount that's pretty much it <laughs> i mean you know can't can't argue too much mm-hmm. and we get uh, we get like little lockers and we get like little lockers we can put our stuff in when like our backpacks or whatever we don't need on the floor Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the, our break room looks it's as big as a high school cafeteria so there's oh wow so i suppose with that many people there you have to have a pretty large break room and and there's like a whole little corner dedicated to like snacks and drinks and even like little warm-up meals for your lunch and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's pretty wild yeah no, that's a sweet gig mm-hmm. we even have a phone booth that no one uses <laughs> like an actual like payphone? No, no, it's like it's like a little like it's like a little room which I believe is soundproof and you go in there and there's like a little there's like a little shelf with a red phone on it which I bet no one uses. Uh-huh. And I I mean I saw someone in there like the other day just standing in there talking on the phone. I couldn't hear him so it has to be soundproof. 
Interesting. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, that Amazon, I mean, honestly, I can't spill, like, big information or else I'll get fired, but. <laughs> what? Lame. No, like, 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 I can't say, like, oh, the, this person orders from us the most. I can't go that. I can't, like, say anything. Oh. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, I don't, I don't need to know people's online shopping information anyway. Just, just like, just like you can't tell me. I don't care that much about people. Just just like you can't tell me, like, like how many times the gorillas got fed today. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times the gorillas got fed today because I don't work with the gorillas, but I'm sure it was probably like two. (laughs) Once for breakfast. I'm just guessing. Once for breakfast, second for lunch. Once for breakfast and then for dinner. Maybe they got some snackies in there. I don't know. You could ask my friend who works at the gorillas. She might be able to tell me. Oh boy, this is this is insane. <laughs> um, I no, but no, I like how I like how this conversation turned from cosplay to zookeeping to stocks. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, that's those are those are like it. The three things, the three things in my life: nerd stuff, stocks, and work. Like I said, is I I'm not a very interesting person. My my work is pretty much like the most exciting thing about the, me. So the one thing I do got to bring up is that I saw a video of you on Facebook of you just like just like going out your door and walking down to the front of your house, just like just like like I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my boyfriend installed um, some security cameras, so along with. Um, Along with, you know, stock investing, he also invests in, like, collectibles and stuff like that. Um, And so he wanted to get some security cameras to set up, you know, just in case somebody ever broke in or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, I have a tendency to be very chaotic. Um, And I I always tend to forget that, like, we have security cameras around and that they, like, are watching me. And so sometimes, you know, like, I'll (laughs) be doing, like, a goofy walk or whatever and my boyfriend will like send me the clip of the video of me doing something stupid, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's me doing doing a thing." <laughs> yeah. Or like we we had extra ones, so we set one up in the chicken coop. So now while I'm at work, I can like check chicken, see what the chickens are doing while I'm at work, and they're out and about doing chicken stuff. You have you have security camera looking up on looking down on your animals and on your house. Oh, yeah. We've got a bunch of them. I want to say we probably have, like, ten different cameras. Holy crap, ten different cameras? Yeah. For your one house? we got one one on the front door, one on the porch, one on the side door, one on the garage, one on the back porch. Uh, I mean, we have a bunch. There's just so many of them. I, I forget where they all are. And that's and that's how he can catch me doing stupid shit because I forget that there's cameras there. Do you have one of those? Do you have one of those ring doorbells that has the camera on them? Um, it's not a ring, but we do have one of the camera doorbells. So you know, every night when I come home from work, Lucas will see me coming in, and he'll like you know drop in on it and be like, ah. and I'll be like, hi, it's cold out here. And the, and does it have the feature where you, where where you can talk where you can like go into the app and talk? to the people from the from the doorbell all of our cameras have that and so uh 
I'll uh, I'll drop in on the chickens, or I have one in the bird room too. Um, and I'll drop in on them, and I'll be like, "Hi!" Then they'll be like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it's like, um, <laughs> like like you have like the up, you have like the UPS guy, like come like like you watch like the USB US uh, UPS guy come up to your door, and <laughs> and you turn on the voice ring, you be like, "Hey guys, how you doing?" They go like, "Oh my god." I'm pretty sure that, like, delivery people are probably used to that by now, though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the the whole uh, voice thing coming on the doorbell thing. Yeah, I'm sure it probably freaked a lot of them out, like, the first time it happened, but I'm sure they're so used to it by now that they're just like, oh, yeah, hi, yep, leaving your shit, here it is. I mean... I mean, like, do you, like, live in, like, a normal, do you live, like, in a normal house, or you live, like, in a subdivision where you can't really, like, do much because it's, it's all, like, cookie cutter or whatever? Uh, no, we live, um, it's not a subdivision. It's kind of, it's not super rural, but it's definitely, like, we're a suburb of a suburb, mm-hmm. and we're, like, surrounded on most sides by cornfield. Like, we have a neighbor on one side of us, and then, like, Across the street is cornfield. Behind us is cornfield. Off to the side is cornfield. So, like, we can do pretty much whatever we want. People don't really care. We don't, like I said, we have one neighbor, and they're rarely ever around, so. Yeah, because, because like, you know, there's people who live in, like, subdivisions where all the houses look the same, and you can't really do much to the outside because it, they would, like, be messing with their property and all that. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't really have any desire to live in a subdivision with like an HOA and people telling me what I can and can't do with my house. Like, no, thank you. Like, like if I want Pikachu in my living room, he's going to be in my living room. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so yeah, no, we, we do whatever we want with our, uh, with our space and our house and nobody really bothers us. We've got some pretty, pretty crazy shit going on at our place, which is great because, Nobody cares, but it's good that we don't have anybody around because I'm pretty sure most people would look at our house and be like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> Do you have anything nerdy on the outside of your house? Um, not really. Uh, mostly because, uh-oh, babe's back. Okay. I love you. Sounds like you're having a really good day. Oh, no. Um, no, we don't really have anything on the outside of the house because we don't really spend a whole lot of time on the outside of the house, but we definitely have a shit ton of nerdy stuff around the house. Yeah, because I was, because I was going to say, you should have like a, you should get like a, some nerdy stuff to put on the outside to be like, this is a nerdy home. <laughs> I kind of want to get like a, a giant, uh, inflatable Pikachu to put outside. So you can so you can prove to everyone that this house is the very best that no one ever was. Yeah. I also wouldn't hate the idea of having one of those giant like I don't know is it Lowell's or Home Depot or whatever wherever they have that giant like 120 foot skeleton. Oh that oh that thing oh that thing that that really really tall skeleton thing for your front yard. Yeah. I'd love to get one of those. That that was a, that was a I remember that was a huge thing during Halloween like that was like a huge thing over the internet. Yeah, no. If it weren't for the fact that it was so hard to get them, I probably would have gotten one. But like they were sold out everywhere, and I was like, I don't care that much. But like, it would be fun. 
Like I don't like I don't need a giant tall skeleton. I just want a giant skeleton. Does anybody really need a giant one hundred and twenty foot tall skeleton? Not really. <laughs> exactly. But but it's nice to have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. fun but like i don't need it but what do we all really need anyway like like yeah (laughs) 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 and then then we no we and then after i say yeah we we, it just cuts to us at the the hardware store carrying it out (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if like um if, like, you could, now that, like, the holidays are over or whatever, if you could, like, order one, like, do they stack these year-round? I wouldn't, oh, think, I wouldn't think they would stock those after after Halloween, I wouldn't feel. Well, but I'm saying, like, you know, like, could I order one online? I'm pretty sure you could. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's not 120, it's a 12-foot skeleton, 120 feet would be very big. Again, I don't do, I don't do numbers well. Me, me either. Ooh, I can buy one on eBay for thirteen hundred dollars. I'm pretty sure it's been. If it's on eBay, it's probably been used. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's probably harder to buy. Yep, sold out. But people again, like you, like we were talking about before, you know how um, it's getting harder and harder to get things, and the people who have them are gonna like jack up the prices. Yeah, whenever yeah, when something comes out, people buy like hundreds of them, but on e put it on eBay for more than it's worth. <laughs> exactly. So this guy clearly bought up a bunch of the giant skeletons and went, I'm gonna make a fortune off these on eBay. Yeah, like like if you were to like take like if you were to buy a bunch of projectors for yourself and put them on eBay, you'd be like thousand dollars <laughs> per projector. <laughs> Actually I think we paid more for that than the projector. Oh my god, look at this thing. Uh, yeah, 12 foot tall giant skeleton with animated LCD eyes, Halloween props, sold out, new, $1,300, they have three. Jeez. Ooh, this one's $1,500. What's, what's $1,500? Yeah. Yikes, well I guess the going price for, uh, giant 12 foot tall skeletons is like over $1,000, that's fun. Guess I really don't need one. <laughs> I don't think it's really. I don't think you should be worrying about that now. It's it's January. <laughs> well, the thing is, is if I got one of these, it, I would literally just keep it outside year round. Oh God, why? <laughs> Decorate it for the holidays. <laughs> the holidays. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So, like, that's why it's great. Like, you know, I don't want to have an HOA telling me I can't have a giant twelve foot skeleton in my yard all year round. Are you saying? Are you saying like every when? As every holiday passes, you're going to have, like, oh, you know, I'm going to have a heart on here for Valentine's Day, and I'm going to put a turkey on it. I'm going to put a turkey on its head for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm going to put a giant Santa hat on it for Christmas. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, like you said, it's your house, it's your yard. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the kind of energy I'm looking for. <laughs> but what do you think people would get intimidated? <laughs> With something that tall? <laughs> nah. It's fine. Oh, man. This is the life I want to live. That, 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 that your life. That your life. <laughs> that my life. 
Well, I think this is a good point to cut it off. <laughs> cut off the podcast sure. part. For sure, for sure. We went through a lot today. Yeah, we did. We did go through a lot today. Um, I go through a lot most days. Usually it's an emotional breakdown, but... Depends on the day. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, you want to you tell, tell people where they can find you? <laughs> you know what? I... The only social I'm really active on right now anymore is Twitter. Um, so if y'all want to find me, I'm at Wes underscore Nest on Twitter. Uh, but other than that, don't find me. I'm on, I'm on Twitter. Well, well, then I guess if that's everything, you can find me on Twitter at the at the Retro Vamp. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at Cybertime, but you can find... Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Retro Vamp. You can uh, find all my merchandise at Rubbubble.com under Crash Steven Gear, where even you know that the Spork is the most powerful of them all. And um, you can, you know, just support the, the podcast. Yes. Who are you supporting for me? <laughs> the little Spongebob thing alright who doesn't love a good Spongebob meme I love a Spongebob meme we all love a Spongebob meme Bay loves a Spongebob meme alright everybody <laughs> what's that no what did you say oh uh, Lucas came upstairs and I asked him if he liked a Spongebob meme and he said yeah well, well, hey everyone, I would like to thank all of you for listening, and I hope all of you have a great day. Have a good one. <laughs>